3: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: February
0: 28th, 2024.
4: And no, today is not the last day of the month. We have one more day tomorrow. Uh, the 29th, which it means uh, leap year, right? Yep. It only happens once every four years? Correct. So if you got a birthday tomorrow...
5: Happy birthday! Hey, you finally get to celebrate <laughs> it on
4: your actual day, on the 29th. Uh, 76 today, got a chance to shower a little bit later on this evening. Uh, yesterday, I had a an appointment. I'm getting closer and closer to this mouth surgery, Cheyenne. Right. So it was an appointment that my orthodontist asked me to make. I've got these braces... Thanks to Dental Depot. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they had to straighten my teeth. Things had to get everything rolling um, and proper to get it ready for mouth surgery, which was supposed to happen uh, December this last year. Yeah, it was. But the teeth hadn't moved enough. It, It just wasn't ready. So now... It's looking like June 10th, I think, is uh, the date for <laughs> surgery.
5: That's exciting. And
4: I guess the great news that came out of this appointment yesterday when I was talking to the surgeon is that he doesn't think that he has to do the lower jaw. Because when I first went and saw him, he was thinking uh, upper, what do you call this upper part of your teeth? The uh, upper, upper
5: mouth? The upper, the upper jaw. Upper mouth ran, yeah.
4: The teeth ran under your nose. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so I have a bite that just like the teeth were like grinding. And it was just, I just had to get the surgery done. That's why it's going to be covered under my medical insurance, which thank goodness because it's an expensive darn surgery. Right. But they have to move the upper teeth forward. And he thought he was going to have to move the lower teeth back, which would mean like cutting my jaw and pulling that back oh a little bit. Oh my gosh. But like when I went to the appointment, he's looking at me. They did like all these photos and x-rays and stuff. And he's like, well, your, your chin matches right up with... Uh, right between your eyebrows, which is how your chin is supposed to line up, and he's like, "Well, we don't want to bring your chin back if it's lined up properly." Yeah. So they're just gonna do the upper teeth here, pull that out about six millimeters. I think you said okay, either that or six inches. That may be. It's off. definitely not six uh- inches. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then, you know, screw everything in place and I'll be down for a couple of weeks uh, and off the air for a couple of weeks. And hopefully, my fear is like having a whistle when I talk going forward. <laughs> yeah, I know. You <laughs> imagine I talk for a living and then I come back after surgery and I got a whistle. Why or a, would you have
5: a whistle? I don't know.
4: The the air, like that's how you talk. Like, and your, your tongue and the air that goes over, the, over your tongue and through your mouth. And I mean, that's kind of what gives the sound of your voice and what you know if something doesn't line up properly and I end up (laughs) talking like uh, one of the chipmunks (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) let's hope that's not the case but you had some great news with that consultation yesterday and the final consultation uh, almost final consultation I got to go in like four weeks prior for like a physical and and then he takes like um, molds of my mouth and then through like technology because I guess the company's based in Denver or something's based in Denver he works like electronic through my molds, through this computer program that's in Denver, and kind of like, does the surgery virtually? Gets the plans and the designs as to where to put the bolts oh, in, uh, and the screws and everything else. Like
5: a run-through. Yeah. He's, he's always going to practice. Yeah, which is good. <laughs>
4: you know, I kind of felt good uh, after hearing that, you know, because yeah. it's not like you don't want to go under the knife. And especially with aesthetically, you know, to, with your face and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you definitely want things to go right because I don't want to come out looking like Homer Simpson or well, something. Well, you
5: know, your face is your moneymaker. So <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, Cheyenne.
4: <laughs> That's the reason I'm in radio,
1: Connor and Cheyenne.
4: Well, have you ever paid to attend an experience, and this experience you are so excited to attend because the pictures looked amazing, but after showing up at the experience, you find out that it's just a low budget scam. <laughs> This actually happened uh, to uh, a bunch of residents of a town. I think this is overseas. Um, There was something called the Willie's Chocolate Experience. And it was supposed to be like a Willy Wonka experience. Like the the movie, the candy factory, the chocolate, the... Uh, little orange characters Oompa Loompas? Oompa Loompas Yeah, the whole thing, right? Uh-huh uh, And so <laughs> They're advertising on social media Like, hey, buy your tickets Come check out this experience So a lot of people purchase tickets For this immersive walkthrough experience Well, 45 bucks a person Okay Okay You show up And it was an empty Mostly empty warehouse There no! was a few props sitting around That looked like stuff from parade floats Uh-huh Okay, the experience was less than 10 minutes long, did not feature any candy, let alone any decor or immersive interaction oh. that was promised on social media. Okay, so one person gave a review, quote, underwhelming, was an understatement, embarrassing, doesn't even cut it. I paid for Willy Wonka and got Billy bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Billy bonkers.
5: I don't know. Probably some
4: that's overseas
5: That's uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, But anyway, so I guess the images that they used to promote was used like they created with AI. They asked AI to create like a Willy Wonka like experience, put these photos online, promise this, but got a mostly empty warehouse with a low budget little experience. And like, there's a photo of one of the Oompa Loompas and they look like they picked her up like outside. Yeah. Like in an yeah. alleyway or she something. Looks, she looks a little yeah. rough. Yeah, throw this wig on. Throw this green wig on.
5: <laughs> as a Willy, like as a Willy Wonka fan, I would be highly disappointed if this is something that I walked into. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, forty five dollars for a good walk-in inclusive experience, I don't think is that bad. The ticket price to me seems pretty understandable. But then you walk into something that's just Terrifying, essentially.
4: Yeah, and there were some nine one one calls because of it. The uh, (laughs) the the customers who they were a little feared for their life. I mean, you're walking into an empty warehouse. Yeah, mostly empty. You know, and it kind of reminds me. Like, the promoter of this event, the person who puts it on, kind of reminded me of me at age 12. Why? Because when I was living at my parents' house, so we had a big empty room downstairs. Uh-huh. And me and my sister and my brother had this bright idea to, like, create this circus that everybody <laughs> can come to. And, like, we had, like... <laughs> We created, like, the little lion's lair with our big stuffed animal uh, lion that my dad won me at the fair, and my mom had, like, this pottery step-up thing, like, where the, the lowest pot was near the floor yeah, and the highest yeah. pot. It kind of went like a, a spiral staircase to the top, Oh, right? I know exactly what you're So about. we were doing tricks up and down that thing. But here's the kicker, is that <laughs> we created, again, I'm 12, my sister's 10, my brother's seven. Okay. We created handwritten circus this way signs <laughs> that we put out on the side of the... Main highway out in front of our neighborhood,
5: and kind you of pointed, were trying to lure people. To we were your trying basement. to lure
4: people to my parents' basement, and now we didn't have any like ill intention. It wasn't uh, like we we're trying to kill anybody or anything, you know. But us as young kids with arrows out on the main road into the neighborhood, and then an arrow pointing down our personal road, and then into my parents' driveway. Hoping to lure people in to attend our circus. Who doesn't oh want to see man, a circus show? That's
5: funny. Nothing like growing up in the 80s and the early 90s. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Without, well, I'm still
4: blown away that my parents, maybe they didn't even know because my daughters were putting signs out on the road out on Power Road in East Mesa. Like, hey, come this way for our circus.
5: I don't think anybody in their right mind is going to be like, that looks so legit. Let's go. Some people
4: will show up to lemonade stands. You know, you never know. You never know. But not one person showed up for my circus. Oh, I'm sorry. Does that shock you?
5: Uh, No. (laughs) Yeah, right? Gunner and Cheyenne.
4: Well, if you've ever looked for a room on Airbnb or a house, you know, there are some hosts that have some pretty cool houses and pretty cool rooms that they put up on Airbnb. Yeah, they do. And some hosts are getting extremely creative to try and lure people to their airbnb instead of the competition
5: yep and it sounds like kellogg this is an official kellogg's airbnb it's an ego it's called the ego house of pancakes and it is an airbnb in the smoky mountains in gatlinburg tennessee and this house it's a so it's a circle shaped house that looks like a stack of pancakes and i mean the chimney is a stick of butter it's got syrup melting off the sides of the house like it painted on, yeah. so it's not like actual syrup, obviously. But like, once you go inside the house, it has pan- stacks of pancake, like wallpaper. Every, like, the table looks like a stack of pancakes with blueberries on top. The freezer is full of Ago pancakes. You can make pancake s'mores outside. I mean, this is so well done that I want to stay here.
4: There's got to be somebody there making. Pancakes, right? Oh, I mean, you can't stay in sure. a pancake Airbnb and not have pancakes because that's that's all I want is pancakes. I mean, there's pancakes all around me.
5: The only the, the one thing that would just set this off, and I, it doesn't say it in the article and even in the Airbnb listing that I'm looking at, I would just love it if there was a like if it was scented in syrup, <laughs> like if they had an air like the like the scentsy that was just maple syrup. They have that. That though, would right? make me so happy. That's out
4: there somewhere, right? It's I feel gotta like, be. Yeah, there's a maple flavored. Sent and somewhere. They, they
5: need it in this Airbnb. I don't yeah. know if they have it, but what
4: would you uh, theme your Airbnb if you had one? Like if you if you had a house and you're like, there's so much competition, nobody's renting my house. What I got to theme it? I got to do something to attract mm-hmm. um, customers. What would you theme it?
5: I would do either a Harry Potter theme or I would do a Disney theme, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't half-ass it. Like it would be so well done that it would feel. Like you were actually staying there.
4: It wouldn't be like that Willy Wonka experience we talked about earlier.
5: <laughs> it would be nothing <laughs> like that. I, would I guess if you squint really this. hard,
4: it kind of looks like
5: Harry Potter. And then you gotta tilt your head and maybe stand upside down. No, yeah. it would be so well done that you would feel like you were walking into Hogwarts yeah.
4: for sure. I'd probably go casino theme.
5: Oh, I could see that because you know, they
4: sell those slot machines. You can go. There's actually a couple of stores here in the valley, and I've actually looked into it, but it doesn't pay real money, so I've always <laughs> opted not to do it. But because <laughs> I mean, that's my allure with the, yeah. uh, the slot machine is that dream of hitting it big. But I mean, you get these slot machines, put them in uh, your casita or what you know, whatever your, your, your Airbnb, and and whoever stays there mm-hmm. just sit there and hit the slot machine. Not that they'll win real money, but there's still a thrill. There's something psychological about just hitting. That that spin button and something potentially hitting.
5: And this is how gambling problems
4: start. Yeah. Kid?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a way to make some extra money where like, um, you know, you can win one free night, right? But, oh. you, still, but you still have to put money in there to play. I right? see what so you're doing. So that is a way for me to get some extra money. Yeah. And they could potentially win a free night. Look at you. It's never going to
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it
3: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited
1: by state law.
6: Camel country 107.9
1: unqualified advice for life-changing situations.
6: Hey,
5: you get what you pay for.
1: This is gutter and Cheyenne's big decision.
4: Kayla is in surprise. You got a big decision you're facing. I do. All right. What's going on?
0: Well, so I've been married now for about seven years, and <sighs> recently my ex-boyfriend came back into picture. Okay. Well, okay. He's been married for about eight years, and he reached out to my mom over Facebook and confessed that he was still in love with me. Aww. But here's the thing. I'm kind of conflicted because my guy and I. Um, I and yes, your guys ex-life. and your husband. My guys and my husband. Yeah, we're not doing that great. Okay. Here, Here's my ex and it's this guy I was supposed to be with like eight or nine years ago. And now he's coming out of the woodwork. I just, oh, I don't know what to do.
5: Well, I don't know. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a really big supporter of the grasses Usually looks greener on the other side, so you need to work on watering your own right. grass. And I understand that marriages sometimes get faulty, but I definitely think that like you are in a. I mean, I, I don't want to like feel like I'm pointing a finger, but like you are married and you are in a marriage, and I think that marriages deserve all the effort that we have until there's nothing left to give. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so like, what happened with your guys's relationship then? Because obviously, like, he still has emotions and feelings for you. So, like, why wasn't he able to move on? What happened? It was his mom. It's always the mom. <laughs> it's always the mom. She, she didn't like me. She didn't like me, and
0: I, I think she was conniving to not see us together. Like I think at one point he'd even said my my ex that like his marriage was a business transaction.
5: Oh, oh, like set up by his mom, like a pre arrangement. Yeah, gross. You really want to marry? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Here's a good question. <laughs> you want to leave your current stable marriage and have to potentially deal with that for a mother in law?
0: I mean Last I heard She was (laughs) leaving the state So Some distance
4: Dude I don't know You know There's something about The sanctity of marriage You weren't You weren't actually Married to him So when you guys Broke up You ultimately Made those vows With somebody else Mm -hmm. You know And I'm kinda You know With that thought process About the sanctity of marriage You make your vows Right You say
5: you agree with me
4: I, I, I think I do <gasps> now, yeah. Oh,
5: my gosh. It's rare gosh. where that, wow. Cheyenne and I are on the same <laughs> yeah. page. It's
4: very rare. Did it but, just get colder in here?
5: <laughs> <laughs> is hell is freezing <laughs> over? What's happening?
4: But what happens if he ends up in divorce and he ends up finding somebody else and then she ends up in divorce okay. next year and then she missed out on her opportunity to swoop him up when he had his hand out?
5: To me personally, when you're married, the choice is always your spouse. Okay. It would have been great if it worked out eight years ago, but it didn't. How much would right, that hurt? Right.
4: Kayla, how much would that hurt to tell him to back off and that I don't want to talk to you? I don't want to speak to you right now.
5: I, I think it would be really hurtful,
0: Yeah. Um, which is why I'm even considering this. I mean, the, the longer you guys talk about it, the more I'm
5: like, uh, maybe a couple's retreat. Uh, <laughs> I just... Well, that's what we're here for. We're we're, we're here to help you with your big decision. Well, I want to see
4: where Camel Nation's at. Maybe somebody's lived this. Yeah.
5: yeah. I do empathize with you because I know what it's like to have that person that you just love and can't let go of. That's hard. Yeah.
4: But we'd love to hear from you, Camel Nation. You can text us right now at two two one zero eight. Connor and Cheyenne. The big decision today, Kayla was on the phone with us just a little bit ago telling us about this this situation she's in where she's got to make a decision. And she's been married seven years. Her ex has been married eight years. Prior to both of their marriages, they were in a relationship. They never got married. They were just dating. And so apparently, according to her ex, the reason they didn't work out was because of uh, his mom. Saying that uh, his mom did not like her and kind of essentially caused the uh, the breakup, right? And the reason he's married now was because of a business arrangement orchestrated by his mom.
5: That's yucky.
4: And, and the reason for this business arrangement was to make sure that he didn't marry Kayla, who we talked to
5: uh, years ago. No part of me would even want to be a part of that family. Like, that just feel To me, that's just so much anxiety to know that they don't like you. Ew.
4: So they went their separate ways. But now... um this guy that uh, she had dated (laughs) that went, you know, because of his mom went his separate way. He's come back around, messaged her mom and said, Hey, I'm still in love with her. I want to, I want to marry her. And so Kayla's mom told her this. And Kayla said that she's not in the best place with her husband right now either. You know? So now she's wondering, does she divorce her current husband of seven years even though things aren't, you know, things aren't going properly. And then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, re-go re through things with her ex. Or does she stay with her
5: husband? Stay with the husband. Y'all, you got married. And this I think this is a problem with our generation is that there's always options. If there's always options, why are you going to water your own lawn? When you could go somewhere else that looks a little bit greener. Yeah, and I mean, the vows
4: should mean something. You know, when you go... They mean everything! <laughs> they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean, for her considering to leave the marriage, that means that those vows meant nothing. Yes. Right? You made the vows to the guy you're married to now. And my concern is with... You know, if they were going to go through premarital counseling, and try and work it out, she's always going to have that safety net knowing that that ex is there. And that may just sabotage the whole marital counseling thing. Yeah, I definitely see you what know. you're saying. So that's my concern. So, uh, Camel Nation chiming in, a lot of texts coming in at 22108. Uh, text with the 949. I will say the majority of these texts say you got to stay with your husband. Uh huh. You made the vows. I love that. Yeah. Text of the 949 why would your ex be going to your mother over you directly unless he's trying to cause problems or use your mother as a manipulation tactic
5: right and also why would your mom tell you if my ex went to my mom and said this he, she would be like no go away she's married you missed out
4: text of the 262 you're married period plus he shouldn't he sh- he would have plus he would he wouldn't stand up for you before
5: yeah exactly like you couldn't stand up for for me to your mom prior? Like, what's changed?
4: Text of the 520. Your husband should always be your first choice. Don't throw away your marriage for a man that it didn't work out with before and threw you away because of his mom.
5: Preach, Camel Nation. I'm here for it.
4: <laughs> Text to the 307. She is married. There should not be a question as to what to do. Also, the green grass on the other side of the fence may be due to a septic issue. <laughs> good point when i had a uh a septic tank it was always nice and green above right where the tank was that is the <laughs> most
5: accurate statement oh my gosh uh, here's one
4: on the other side text of the 928 just like a colleen hoover book it ends with us it ends with us she leaves her marriage to go back to her high school love and it was the right thing to do trust your gut
5: mm, well some sometimes your gut be hungry And doesn't always tell you the right things.
4: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, But I I still go back to those vows, right? You made those vows. You had a lot of people in attendance watching those vows be made.
5: Not just that. You made the choice to say those vows. Stick to them. Yeah, stick stick it out.
4: Go through some counseling or something. Stick with your husband.
1: Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079.
4: Well, there is a guy. His name is Chris. He discovered an old relic, Cheyenne. What he discovered... Is pretty much like discovering a dinosaur these days.
5: What? <laughs> okay.
4: This guy traveled to Adak Island, Alaska, and discovered an abandoned McDonald's with a menu board that has not been touched since 1994.
5: Oh wow! So it so it closed in 1990. Okay, <laughs> interesting.
4: Uh, what's interesting about that, Cheyenne?
5: Um, I think that the fact that McDonald's didn't go in and like clear it out. That's what he's on. I I
4: can't. I mean, the photos that he posted on social media don't show the inside of the McDonald's. Maybe Uh they did take everything on the outside, but it's the outdoor menu board is to what is uh, making this story go viral. Uh huh. uh, Because it has the prices of all the McDonald's items from 1994.
5: So everything's like two bucks?
4: pretty close. I mean, I was three in
5: 1994, so I really don't know what... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would have gone <laughs> to McDonald's for a Happy
4: Meal. Your mom would have taken you for a Happy Meal. Yeah, but
5: I wouldn't, like, don't know what the prices look like. I'm
4: looking at this menu board, and it is very nostalgic. Like, like the menu boards now at McDonald's are TV screens. Yeah. And if you go through the, uh, the McDonald's up here on uh, 7th and... Whatever the crossroad is, it's got a big, nice punch hole through the, uh, the TV screen. That so. doesn't surprise me nice. since it's
5: right there on Van Buren. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Somebody maybe was
4: angry at the prices, you know, that they have these days. But uh-huh. like, when you look at the uh, extra value meal prices from 1994, like for uh, the two cheeseburger meals, $4.29. And that includes your wow. large drink and uh, medium fry, which also on the menu board, which is why this is so nostalgic for me, uh-huh. Uh you could... Dino-size your extra value meal.
5: What the heck is a dino-size? For
4: 60 cents more. So back, uh, Jurassic Park was released in 1993. Uh So McDonald's had this partnership with the movie studio to uh, promote the movie. So they had like the Jurassic Park cups. They had the Jurassic Park fry. Boxes, okay, but Dino Size is basically like supersizing it.
5: Oh, so, so they just I, renamed it.
4: They renamed it to Dino Size for the <laughs> period of you know promoting Jurassic <laughs> Park. Amazing. And I know we've talked about this before because I remember playing the commercial, right? where they're talking about the extra value meal and. Uh, Get your meal dino sized at McDonald's
5: today. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? I don't remember that at all. Oh man.
4: That's probably because it didn't resonate with you because you're only three.
5: Yeah, it was only three. Zero nostalgia for me on that one. Yeah,
4: but I'm like maybe some of these
5: prices. A dollar fifty for a milkshake. Oh, that would be nice. I wonder if their ice cream machines actually worked regularly back then. (laughs) Maybe.
4: (laughs) <laughs> a twist cone was $0.85. Cents. Ooh, I don't know. What do what they charge for those now? I
5: couldn't tell you, because every time I go, the ice cream machine is broken. I haven't had ice cream from McDonald's in years.
4: Yeah, they uh, they point out that um, McDonald's, a lot of the locations, like some of the value meals are like $14 now. Wow. And I mean, back in 1994, it was
5: $4. That's insane, but it just shows, you know, how things change over time. How
4: is this McDonald's? Like, where is uh, ADAC? Alaska, Adak Island,
5: Alaska. It is a uh, little tiny island, squi- square in the center of the Bering Sea, like right between Russia and Alaska.
4: So, oh, that that little uh, tail of islands yep. that comes up.
5: <laughs> that's that's where that is at. <laughs> it well, is so I, remote. <laughs> I'm
4: sitting here like, how is there a piece of property like a McDonald's still standing in it's original state from 1994,
5: completely untouched, completely untouched.
4: This town has 150 people in it?
5: <laughs> That's how. That's what you said, said on the story there. 150 people. That's insane. People. Can you imagine living in a town with only 150 people?
4: Well, you know, I mean, it's it's not growing very fast. Probably, probably a very slow-paced life. <laughs> and buying property there is not, uh, you know, how they say buy dirt. Yeah. You know, not not really growing all that much. there. In that island
5: not at all. Not
1: at all. But what a
4: cool find, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, good for him. Gunner in Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9.
4: There are things a lot of us have done in the past that yeah, maybe you hope your kids never find out about at a young age. Like, yeah. you know, Cheyenne, when you had your feet on onlyfeet.com. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's uh, hopefully something that, uh, you know, your kids don't really find out about. It, well, they if, do
5: now, since they're in the car listening. Oh, thanks for outing me, hey, uh, kiddos, <laughs> Yeah, your mom was
4: selling pictures of her feet and video of her feet. But, you know, and, and sometimes you do things in desperate times to try and make some additional money. And, uh, you know, not I'm trying to think back if I've done anything that if my daughters found out about it that I'd be embarrassed about.
5: You wouldn't be embarrassed about them finding out about uh, your backyard wrestling that you did as uh, a kid? Yeah, I
4: got I to gotta keep that VHS tape under lock and <laughs> key. Yeah, so, I, yeah. But, I mean, they don't even know what a VHS player is. Yeah. You know, and... and <laughs> Maybe they'll stumble across a VCR. Maybe they'll stumble across a VHS tape, pop it in there and be like, what? What, That's my dad? That's not mom? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that day may come. I just got to... Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. That was good. I'm here for you. (laughs) Good times. (laughs) Uh, We bring this up because Drew Barrymore, uh, she mentioned recently that uh, she's got two daughters. She's got an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. Her 11-year-old tried to leave the house recently with a crop top on. (laughs) And Drew said, no, you're not leaving the house with the crop top on. Absolutely. And then her 11-year-old daughter referenced a time in Drew Barrymore's life where uh, she was uh, hanging with Hugh Hefner, I'll say.
5: Oh, okay. you know okay. Hugh Hefner, yeah. you know
4: what uh, his, fra- his, uh, his franchise His empire yeah. is. Yeah. You know, so she referenced that part of Drew Barrymore's life.
5: Oh, <laughs> Oh, if I was her, if I was Drew Barrymore, I would be livid. You don't Um, need to throw that in my face.
4: Drew uh, sat down and talked to her daughter about it. And Drew said that uh, she loved every moment of what she did. She Mm -hmm. didn't regret it. It was a very empowering time in her life. I bet. So she kind of took that opportunity to kind of teach her daughter as to why she did it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, and and then I'm like, the daughter's 11. How does she find out about this? Oh, Google. You think it was Google?
5: Yeah. If, if my parent was famous, I would be googling them too.
4: Because it was uh, from 1995 when Drew Barrymore was 19. Yeah. And you know, and and then just out of curiosity, I googled Drew Barrymore just moments ago, and I mean, that's not the first thing that pops up. You got to kind of do some digging.
5: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would. That would be something that I would do. I mean, I deep dive Google men that I am going on dates with. So yeah. I would definitely do that with my parent if they were famous.
4: And he appear in a magazine. Hey,
5: <laughs> not no. Right, no, not yet. No, I
4: haven't come across one of them yet. <laughs> um, but you know, what? What are the odds that it was a dad of another kid at her school that mentioned it? Like, I would hope their not. Kids, like, I would hope
5: not because I if I would hope that that parent would have enough respect for me as a mutual parent to not say anything to my kids. Like, why? Why would yeah. you say something to somebody's eleven-year-old? Yeah. So there's no way. Absolutely not. That would be the equivalent of like one of us finding like I found something out about you and I went to your eleven year old gunner and was like, hey, Well no, guess I wouldn't say I the dad
4: said it to the eleven year old. The dad said it to his kid. Equally
5: of, more so Yeah, to
4: his kid. The kid mentioned it to Drew no. Barrymore's kid.
5: Yeah. I would that would infuriate me. <laughs> Do you all talk about that stuff to eleven year olds?
4: No, you don't, but I mean there's some parents out there that that, that you know, it's there's no Filter. Yes,
5: absolutely. Right, absolutely. But that's so, why I'm saying, like, as a mutual, I hope there would be enough mutual respect as parents to not yeah, have think. that conversation. Yeah, people just suck. Sometimes. Yeah, I just
4: went crazy when uh, when the kid came home and said, "Hey, Dad, I'm in class with Drew Barrymore's kid." Oh, fun so, fact about Drew Barrymore. <laughs> fun fact, back in
1: 1995. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke
5: of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What is the difference? <laughs> Between beer nuts and de- deer nuts, beer nuts and what? Deer nuts. Okay, what is
4: the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts?
5: Deer nuts are a dollar twenty-five. Or sorry, beer nuts are a dollar twenty-five. Deer nuts are under a buck. Under a buck. <laughs> it's
4: not a bad joke. it up. Dance. We totally did. Dad joke <laughs> ruined <But> it. <laughs> Under Sorry, a buck. Bucks are male buck. deer. That's right. yeah, they're right under there.
5: <laughs> it would have been way funnier if I wouldn't have messed it up.
4: Uh Cheyenne's DI jokes every <laughs> weekday morning at about 750 here on Camel Country.
1: This is Gunnar and Cheyenne, Camel Country.
6: 1079. what well, is
4: time to play Pick Your Battle. We do this every weekday at about eight o'clock. Nice little trivia game here. Russell Dickerson tickets. Uh, are the prize today. He'll be at the Arizona Financial Theater coming up on March 22nd. Cheyenne, are you ready to play? Ready. Abe, are you ready to play? Like 80, 80%, 90%
5: maybe. <laughs> Gunnar, are you ready to play?
4: Is the Pope Catholic?
5: Of course I'm ready to play.
4: <laughs> Michelle New River, are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? I am. All right, five questions or 60 seconds, whichever comes first. You'll have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category?
2: Your category today is Jason, Jason, Aldean. Jason Dean's oh, favorite subject in school, <laughs> science, because it's National Science Day.
0: You told surprise. <laughs> I'm a little worried
5: today. I'm a little worried. I'm like, I, I don't know how, how good I know my you get. That's
0: kids. what you get. <laughs> what
4: you done, get. Oh. sir. Nicely done. I will say <laughs> right. my child
5: goes to a math and science academy, so I do science all the time.
4: All right. So science is the category? <laughs> science, science is the category. <laughs> 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 all right. Who do you want to play funny. against, Michelle? Uh, Gunner. Yes. All
5: right. Thank I'm out of here. goodness. All right. As much as Easton is a science kid, I am not. Connor is leaving this, this is really basic
2: stuff y'all don't be scared
5: basic science questions okay all abe right.
2: all right michelle question number one here we go what two elements is water made of
5: um
0: hydrogen and oxygen
2: correct how many states of matter are there
0: oh i i have no idea plus.
2: what blood type is known as the universal donor um, oh. More specific.
5: Oh what? Oh, negative.
2: Correct. What do bees collect and use to make honey? Pollen. No.
0: Ooh. I I have no idea. Um
2: Oh, you're so close. I have though. no idea. Are you passing?
0: Um uh, I pass.
2: Okay. What is the hardest known natural material?
0: Oh. Iron? No.
5: No. Uh um, steel? Time. 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 Oh, dang it. Alright, let's go ahead and bring Gunner back in. I, mean, I knew I was also a challenge when it was science. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. You did. It's I mean, you did though. pretty good. At least you had guesses on ones that you didn't. Category. I was done. Gunner. Gunner. She got two out of five. Two out of five. Yep. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Abe. Question number one. All right. Here we go. What
2: two elements is water made of? Oh. <laughs> Hydrogen and oxygen. Correct. How Whoa. many? job.
5: Good job. Oh. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> How many
2: states of matter are there?
4: Uh, uh, 12. No.
2: 10? No. 128. No, four. <laughs> it's only four. All right. What blood type is known as the universal donor?
4: Oh, man. I should know this. My daughter went through that whole thing.
2: Um, X. What? Oh. <laughs> A? There's my three. Okay. All right. <laughs> o negative. Oh, I was close. All right.
4: Just the what
2: do bees collect and use to make honey? Pollen. Oh. Pass. What is the hardest known natural material? Steel. No. Copper. No. Um. Concrete. No, it's no diamond. diamond. No. <laughs> diamonds are diamonds. All That's
5: time. Right. Diamond. <laughs> okay, oh, Man,
2: what did I get? I don't you
4: know. You
5: got two. No, oh, no, no, no. You got one. I got
4: one out of five. You got one out oh, of Michelle five. Michelle got two out of five. Michelle, you win. Nice <laughs> yeah. You made the right choice this one. How many would you have gotten?
5: Uh, most of them. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know most All right. of them. Yeah.
4: Uh, which ones did we miss?
5: Number four, the uh, the B one. Uh, nectar.
2: Nectar.
4: nectar. Nectar.
2: Was
5: okay. that it? Yeah. Uh, All right.
2: Oh, yeah, because the four are solid. So it's solid, liquid, gas, and plasma are the four states of the matter. Okay. Nine. Yeah. All
4: right. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, congratulations. You're going to Woo! Russell Dickinson. Hey. Let's that's cool.
5: Gunnar and Cheyenne. So, Gunnar, my best friend is going through a situation that As her best friend infuriates me with another friend of hers. Okay, what happened? It is drama. So my best friend Nora got married a couple of years ago and had the most stunning wedding I've ever been to. Okay, it was perfect. And her new friend just got married and copied her entire wedding. Colors, decorations, flowers, even the aesthetic, down to the ceremony arch, it was all the exact same.
4: And your friend is not a fan of this.
5: Living. Okay, because imitation is the best form of flattery, right? Isn't that what they say? So I was able to explain that to her and she kind of talked her off that ledge, but it gets worse. There's more. Okay. So at Christmas time, Christmas cards went out. This friend sent out Christmas cards that were identical to Nora's Christmas cards that they sent out the year of their wedding. Okay. The layout of the card, the poses in the pictures that they took. No way, the the actual poses? Yes, the greeting card. (laughs) It is all the same. And as her best friend, I am now livid for her.
4: Uh, Does she have a baby yet? Not yet. Okay, so now does she worry that this per- this friend is going to copy her baby's name?
5: I'm so glad you asked, and the answer to that is yes. Oh,
4: she is worried so
5: much so that we have had conversations where I am the only person, uh, apart from her husband, who knows what the potential baby name would be. Ooh, if She trusts if and you. When. She has
4: that much trust in As you. As she should. Either that or she just knows you're not going to have a baby anytime soon. So
5: she's like, ah, I'm saying <laughs> <No>. Cheyenne can... <laughs> she's going for something very Italian. Her husband is Italian. So really? it's nothing close to what I would ever pick. What is yeah. I'm not telling you. <laughs> she trusts me with those. I'm not telling you
4: that. <laughs> I'm sure her friend's not listening, Cheyenne.
5: <laughs> that is a wow. secret. But at the end of the day, like... These are important things that are happening in Nora's life and and her husband's life that they have put a lot of time and effort and emotion into, and this girl is completely ripping off everything that they've done.
4: Would you be hurt, too? I would be. From wedding colors to Christmas cards? I'm I'm curious, and it's not even I know, but I mean, the friend's got to be thinking that Nora don't mind, right? Because, I mean, if they're friends amongst themselves, Mm -hmm. and this friend knows that Nora is going to be at the wedding and see the exact same colors. She is
5: completely oblivious. Is nothing sacred anymore?
4: Is
2: it, is it Giuseppe?
5: <laughs> is it Giuseppe? Giuseppe. The baby's name. No, it's not. Gi- Giovanni. <laughs> no, it's not. You did not. say it was an
2: Italian
4: name. Let's it just is her. not.
5: No, it's none of those. But I'm like, I feel bad for her. Like, yeah. angry aside, I feel bad because that's something that she feels like is being taken away from her. Yeah. Has in she, a sense.
4: Is she still a friend with this person?
5: Yes, they're still friends, but I think it's more of a distance friend now. Yeah.
4: Please tell me this friend went and got the exact same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it made the husband do the exact same haircut.
5: I mean, right? it wouldn't surprise me to be honest at this point.
4: Same cars. Everything. Yeah. Everything is the same. Oh,
2: uh, is it Carmine?
5: <laughs> Are you just rattling through all the Italian names? You go He's still now? got names.
2: Flavio. <laughs> Giancarlo. I think it was in there. She
4: didn't say no, no to one of those not, names. No, I think no, it was in there. None of those are right. I none of those right, are right. All
6: right. Gunner and
5: Cheyenne.
4: Has anybody ever copied a major life event of yours? Cheyenne's got a best friend who has another friend that Rude, copied- by the
5: way. Her, <laughs> yeah, I, I dare her
4: have another friend. <laughs> this other friend copied her wedding colors, her wedding- uh, What? Everything. Everything about just the wedding. the entire
6: wedding. wedding aesthetic.
4: Emmy is in Mesa. What do you got?
6: Yeah, I have a real uh, crazy one. Okay. Um, Pretty much I'm uh, okay
5: with it now but at the time I was so livid okay. about what happened. I love it when livid is always the descriptive term As because the initial gut reaction Yeah because livid. that's a different type of angry. Yeah. So please tell me the drama. Well, my sister-in-law stole my
6: baby name before no. I could use it.
5: No. She did it. Okay, Gunner's laughing because he doesn't understand. <laughs> this is a big deal for women, okay?
6: Did you
4: post it on Facebook? Like, how, how did she find out what the name was, you know?
5: I was
6: so excited because we were trying to get pregnant for like four years. Uh-huh. And, you know, finally it happened. And I was like, this is a great opportunity to name my son after my grandfather because he'd recently passed away. And, yeah, I posted on social media, like, just a private type of story to only a few people. And she was one of the people. And then she was a little bit farther along in her pregnancy, and she decided to take the name.
4: What was the name? (gasps) That's dirty.
6: It was Jacob. Jacob. I love that.
4: That's got to be why a lot of parents got to keep names under wraps until the baby's born, right? I think it has a little bit
5: to do with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Did you have a good relationship with her? Did you? Because I feel like something like that would almost ruin my relationship with my sister-in-law.
6: I don't know. I was so, like, like shocked about what happened. I didn't really want to be confrontational. Uh-huh. I just kind of stewed in my own anger for a very long time. But I knew that, like, I, I couldn't name my son now because it would just be, like... Too many
5: Jacobs
4: in the family, so. Wow, so you actually changed wow. the name? Yeah, I changed. I the think name. I would just still keep it, even if somebody took it.
5: Oh, I wouldn't. You, I would. You change, change it, too. it? I would change it. Too. I mean, it's her yeah.
2: brother, so then you'd have like first cousins both.
4: I know. The, yeah. The Jacobs are playing. You know, I mean, they're, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't.
5: I mean, I could, I could see how you, Gunner, right. would, would would like that. You
4: had already chosen yours. I mean, why, why does she have to be the one to change it?
5: She shouldn't have had to have been. Right. The sister in law should have. So why
4: bow out? Why be like? Okay, you win. I'll change the name because
5: the baby is already—it's already been had. Said I know. And done. I would just stand your ground. I know you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> if you can't stand two Jacobs, you should have named your kid Jacob.
5: <laughs> you are right. However, you're not a girl, and you don't understand.
4: Would you uh, change your name to your baby's name too, Emmy?
5: Uh, my son's name is Nathan. Oh, I do like that, though. I I like like Jacob better, though. Shush your mouth. He does not. Ignore him, Emmy. I just (laughs) did.
4: I feel like I should have fought it out. I feel like there should have been like a mud wrestling match or something. She was
5: pregnant. I know, but, you know, just put on
4: the the birth certificate TBD following the mud wrestling match and then figure it out from there. Whoever wins gets the name Jacob.
5: This is why Gunner doesn't make up any legislation.
1: (laughs) Camel Country 1079.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,